Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality with your host, me, Aliyah Lovely. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some of the shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and new discoveries and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up about what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I am so humbled. Um that I've gotten a lot of messages from you guys about, um, one of my previous episodes about the wounds. And I'm so glad that that resonated with you. And I woke up this morning feeling my feelings (laughs) and I'm seeing something happen in the collective right now where we are getting really, um, just kind of tired of fake. Right. And pre-warning this episode may be a bit triggering for some of you it's triggering to me so I just I'm 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 at a space where I feel like I'm just really tired of fake so you can interpret that in many different ways right fake personalities fake lives fake bodies fake attitudes and It's something that I feel I am at the limit for myself of fake things influencing me. And I I, am sure that, you know, some of you guys have also experienced that as well, of feeling that the fake things that you see or the things that are not real, making you feel less than you are. And so let me first start with the body. Um... My trigger around seeing, you know what, here, first let me preface this disclaimer. If you have plastic surgery and that makes you feel good, that is you, do you, boo. There's no judgment here about that. I'm speaking more so from the collective point of view of watching a society that prioritizes what's not real and makes people feel bad if they don't look like that so no judgment if that's what works for you I'm talking more on a collective level of how we are essentially being influenced that we are not enough over and 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 over again so particularly I've been seeing so much of the copy and paste body copy and paste face Uh, very specific, very trendy things that we are doing to our bodies that we, and in the name of beauty, but I have a hard time with it because it is not necessarily that we are going to get these things done because it makes us feel good as much as it is a, a collective telling us that we aren't good enough without it. That's my problem. It's not the individual who decides to go and get it. It's the collective that says, if you don't look like this, you ain't it. 
okay? If you don't have an ass that don't quit, girl, that's over for you. Pancake Betty, sorry, <laughs> you know? And and that's what I have an issue with is is that we beca- we're, we're becoming so susceptible to the virus that tells us natural bodies aren't beautiful. You know, your natural nose isn't beautiful. Your imperfections, the way that your teeth are, the way that your lips are, the way that your boobs are, your abs, your ass, everything. You know, it's getting it's getting extreme. And the amount of butts that I'm seeing on Instagram is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like I, you know, it's like some wholesome quote underneath like this very provocative photo. And I'm not trying to call y'all out. I'm just saying what I'm observing. And especially when we talk about attraction and relationships and what we consider beautiful and what's prized, the natural woman is not getting any props, you know, like we're all racing towards this idea. And so, okay, so let me, let me quit for the body part. Personality, you know, I can talk about this very, very much in the spiritual community, at least this very heavy slant towards um, positivity. I am very guilty of this. So I'm talking to myself. Um, it's not really up until recently that I'm like, you know what? We have to embrace the shadows with the light as well. And the love and light attitude of, you know, everything's positive. Don't think negative, you know, oh, don't think about that. It's okay. You know, we're having to fake our real emotions, our authentic emotions, because we're fearful that if we actually feel our feelings, that more bad things will come our way. And that's false. So we find ourselves in this position where we, we can't be real about how we're actually feeling because we're fearful that it, it'll bring more bad things our way or people will judge us for the way that we feel. Or especially if you have platforms, you know, like every photo needs to have a message and needs to appeal to people. And it's okay if you have, like, you have the message. That's like, that's totally fine. But it is just, there is, there is this like mask that we're trying to keep up, you know? Um, I have a podcast that I recorded a few weeks ago that you'll hear in a few more weeks, um, about the masculine mask and about what, you know, people are fighting or men too are fighting with, um, this machismo. And I have to, I have to look like I have it all together. And if I show vulnerability, it'll be weakness. And I won't then find love because that's not what finds love, which to me is bananas because a vulnerable man is like, ha ha ha. Um, but that's not what society told us. Like a masculine man is one who doesn't feel his feelings and doesn't, you know, isn't vulnerable and isn't soft or, you know, like kind or things like that. So anyway, um, the fake, you know, and in, in that world, whatever the things that we're wanting or running after, (sighs) you know, we're seeing that the people who are participating in the show, are getting the things that we want and we believe that we have to fall by those rules. So the girl who, you know, alters her body in such significant ways gets the guy. And what we don't see is that she might get the narcissist guy who wants her only as a trophy and not like someone who has a real deep and intimate relationship. That's a possibility. I'm not saying that's for everybody. Just saying possibility. Um, but we don't see that, you know, the person that's traveling 
all the time and showing and posting all their vacations on Instagram how beautiful everything looks and how amazing it must be to be them. And we don't see that, you know, their family has been torn apart and that they're on their own. And yes, that they've made a life for themselves, but they have incredible sadness and things that they're dealing with that they need to heal. We're only seeing the highlight real part of it and then running after what we think is the happiness behind it when it's not real, you know, happiness, even that's a concept. Happiness is not real, you know, like, there's levels of joy and there's moments of, you know, like where we feel a feeling, which is happiness, but the happiness is a concept really isn't it's, it's fleeting joy is, is where I want to be. That's a vibration, right? Like it's a state of being, but to be happy is merely a feeling and to be sad is merely a feeling. Sadness is perpetual feelings, but it's not a state of being, you know, like ultimately it's not a goal and so to to want to be happy you know the things that we think that will make us happy are also fleeting having that perfect nose I will finally love myself when my nose looks like this I'll finally love myself when I lose those 20 pounds I will finally love myself when I have a relationship I will finally love myself when I have that house I will finally love myself when I have that car I will finally love myself when I when I when I when I when I if you say I will be happy when you better believe that that thing will not give you what you think it will because it's fake. True joy, true happiness, true state of contentment comes from within, comes from saying, I am enough already. Those things are icing on the cake and it's wonderful when you pull those things together. But the things that we're running after or that we're chasing, I'm speaking to myself, <laughs> they are just merely a symptom of a void that we feel that we're missing within you know I came into this world with a particular type of body it is really hard for me to lose weight and um, even with like my doctor I have some hormone issues I have some some chronic illness with endometriosis and there are things that I feel that are out of my reach and that my body's betrayed me on and I think often you know if I just lose this amount of pounds, then I'll be happy. But the deeper message there is if I lose this weight and I look like this, then I will be worthy of love. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> it's an absolute lie. I know it's a lie. I'm painfully self-aware. So I know I can see where my, my shit is and still not be able to get over it. But, um, it's, a, it's a programming that's there that said that this, this idea is is what's going to give me that feeling of happiness it's going to fill the void and it's going to get me to where i want to go that ultimately gets to the root of the problem is where i don't feel like i'm worthy so it's fake it's not real so what's your thing you know when i get that promotion when i make this amount of money then i'll be happy then i'll be ready to start a family when i you know um finally open up my business then I'll be happy I'll be successful when I finally get to go on these vacations and travel to these places or have this amount of likes or own this purse or whatever that is then I will be worthy of myself it's funny because a lot of times the things that we think that will make us worthy is our own 
ruler. It's our own measurement stick. We're the ones making up these rules. Like, okay, if I look like this, then I'll be worthy of love. Then I'll open myself up to that. Why aren't you worthy of love now? Is it, I mean, what are we looking at that's telling us that we're not worthy of love now? Whatever's happening in society is, you know, that's telling us these things is keeping us small is a means of control, right? It's fueling the advertising industry. Sorry, the advertising industry is fueling the lack that we feel to sell stuff. So if, if their ultimate goal is to buy you, then the messaging needs to be highly, highly specified to your insecurities that you will then buy that cream that's going to get rid of that wrinkle. It never gets rid of the wrinkles. Like none of this, none of this stuff actually does anything. Um, you know, if you buy this car, then you'll be sexy and cool. But that car depreciates about 30%, maybe more, 40% when you drive it off the lot. So... You know, it's not, it's not worth what you spent on it anyway, when you try to resell it. Um, it's, you know, it's many things like that. When you finally get your Brazilian butt lift and you have this amazing thick ass, which by the way, everybody used to ask 20, 30 years ago, does this make my butt look big? <gasps> it was, it was terrible, you know, terrible, hmm. terrible or terrifying to have a big ass so scared of having, you know, does this make my butt look big? Now it's like, Hey, does this make my butt look big? And if the answer is no, it's a, it's a diss, you know, see how perception has changed about what we think about something in order to sell something. So can we really believe that messaging in the first place? Like think about how much has changed over the last few years. Like the things that you, you wish you had five years ago that you have now that you don't care about anymore. Did it give you that sense of worth that you were looking for? No. Did you, when you finally got that boyfriend, the girlfriend, like, you know, you got the beautiful, amazing girlfriend with the, the beautiful lips and she's high maintenance as fuck and she makes your life miserable. <laughs> um, or the guy who, you know, you thought, oh yeah, I finally got this, this amazing relationship and he treats you like crap and you, but you just don't want to be alone. So you stay. Like, I, I know some of you guys hear me. Like, I know you hear me. And so that thing that you thought you wanted, that you thought was going to give you the worth that you needed, was fake. It was just a lie. Like, it's something that we told ourselves, perhaps society told us also, and we bought it, that this is something that's going to give us our worth back. So I have this this thing that I've been saying the last <laughs> week or so about... Um, you know, the quick, the quick buy. And I was talking to a friend about relationships for her particularly. And I, it just came to me. I said, you know what? This is a world full of cubic zirconia. It is, it is perfect on the outside. It gl it glimmers and shines like a diamond does, but it's not worth anything. And it clouds over time and it doesn't sustain the wear and tear that an actual diamond can but it's accessible. It's very accessible. You can find them anywhere. Copy, paste. So don't be fooled by the cubic zirconia because diamonds are not as accessible. 
I wouldn't say that diamonds are rare, but they're not as accessible. You have to actually dig and then you have to cut and, you know, maybe there's some imperfections in it, but it's worth a lot more. So, you know, the girl with the crooked teeth or the girl who doesn't have the ass that don't quit or the guy who doesn't have the the super bod or isn't over six foot, whatever that looks like, you know, like these are things that are not as accessible. You got to dig for them to find them. So it might seem like there's none out there if you're not digging. You have to actually do the work, dig, go, be somewhere, do something, work on yourself in order to to find people of value, to find things of value, things that are going to bring you actual, real, sustaining joy. Because the cubic zirconia is everywhere. And yeah, you can have it. And it's like, look, I got the thing. I bought it. It's here. But does it give you the happiness that you're looking for from within? Like what people are posting on their Instagrams or their Facebooks or whatever, you're watching their highlight reel, but it's not real. Hear that again. You are watching their highlight reel, but it's not real. We miss the whole picture of what's actually happening in someone's life. And we assign ourselves and say, this is aspirational. I want to be like them. But why? Why do you want to be like them when you could be you? You have a voice. You have something beautiful you can offer the world. You have a diamond waiting to be dug. So, you know, all this comes back to, you know, like my <laughs> my own um, just tiredness of the fake. You know, tiredness of the lack of vulnerability. Tiredness of like trying to portray a life that isn't real so other people can validate me and make me feel good about the fake that I'm presenting to them. I'm going to be a hundred percent real with y'all. Like, you know, I'm, I, yes, I'm in Bali. I'm traveling right now and it's wonderful. The people that I'm meeting are amazing. And, but every single day I'm coming in contact with a wound on, and I think that's just the energy here. People are here to heal. So it's like a different vibration um, there's, it's not as dense because, you know, ultimately people are flocking here to do the work, but I'm coming here and coming into context, having these very difficult conversations with other people, with myself, with my fears, with my wounds, and it's hard. So I, I, I kind of committed myself and said, you know, I don't really want to post a lot of things because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I don't want people thinking that, Oh, you're so lucky or there's something, something that this aspirational there that actually isn't real. And it's, it's, I guess for myself trying to be conscious about that, but no, no shame to anybody who's wanting to post your life, post your life, you know, do what you want to do. But my, my consciousness around feeling my own conviction around what's fake. Like if I want to present something, I want to show you the whole picture, the whole donut. I don't know what donut came to mind. I'm hungry and I haven't eaten anything yet. So <laughs> no donuts on this trip. So anyway, it just, it, it is, it is my conviction that, and also just like trying to reveal something here about what's fake. The thing that you're feeling that you're not enough about, you know, are you comparing yourself to something that's not even real? 
because if that's the case, then like it's something that you won't really be able to achieve. Ultimately, it's like looking at a magazine cover that's been photoshopped to hell and retouched. And we're, we're running after a body that's not like the girl who's on the cover doesn't even have. Like, why put ourselves through that torture and shame of like, I can't reach or I can't be or like, it's, it's just feeling it in my, my stomach right now. Like there's no need for us to continue in this pattern in this prolonged way of thinking that you, I just want to say, and hear me when I say it, you are enough and worthy as you are on top of that, to be mindful of the messaging that's being sent to you as a means to sell you on something. Because if that is the case, it is not real. Like selling products. We have a job now called influencer. What do you think that's for? To influence you. A way of thinking, a way of, of like what you would like to buy. The ad companies know that getting people that you relate to and that you look up to are are going to be the people who want to sell you on something. Ultimately, this this podcast will even have advertisements because that's how you pay for a show. And so you have to be mindful about what it is that people are influencing you about. It's not something they're doing maliciously. It's a way that they pay their bills. But if you're comparing yourself or you're finding yourself in that mode of like, oh, I wish I could have this or like just pay attention to that messaging that like everything you're looking at is not real. Like it's a means to sell something. It's mean to boost our economy. We're in the cyclical economy where we are in all this debt, but we have to continue to keep the economy running. Otherwise we're, we're in risk of a collapse. It's a very, very terrible system. It's very cyclical and it's a, it's a, it's a trap. It's a hard to get out of. So thinking about that, like you know, the, the, the person who posts the most about how amazing their relationship is, is typically the person that's compensating the most, like needs a way to convince themselves about the their relationship and how good it is so they can feel good in it and they can be validated by, I, I wish I had that from you. Then they can feel better about themselves and looking for that outside validation of also, you know, like the, looking at the motivation, why do you want the thing that you want? What are those 20 pounds going to give you? You lose those 20 pounds. Okay, now you can fit into this dress. That's great. Good for you. Clap, clap. I'm excited for you. But if you do that as a sense of trying to earn your worth instead of just trying to do something better for yourself that feels good for you, instead of wanting to, to gain the approval from someone else, to gain the attraction from someone else, then then you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm doing myself a disservice. Like... Uh, I've been here. Um, I've, I've been working out every day, which is wonderful. And I started to recognize something for me. Swimming is the deal. Like swimming is my jam. I love to swim and swimming for me is peaceful and it feels good to my body. And it's not as a means to lose any weight. It's not a means to punish myself. I grew up as a, uh, athlete. I had a severe eating disorder for about 10, 11 years. Um, didn't, didn't eat or would eat and then purge and then go run. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't much of a runner actually. That's just not running elliptical, <laughs> um, weights. I would do two a days, two hour workouts twice a day. I mean, that's, that's not good for anybody's body. <laughs> I don't think. Um, and it probably 
likely fucked up my endocrine system, which is what I'm dealing with now as a result of that. But you know, I was, I was running after something, trying to earn something, punishing myself because I said, you are not worthy of love. You need to do these things to control your perception or people's perception of yourself so you can earn that love. And it never, it never, it never got me what I wanted. I ran after it consistently, constantly, and it never got me where I wanted to go. I am not the heaviest I've ever been, but um, I'm up there uh, in my, I would say in the scale of my life, being completely vulnerable with you. And I, this is the, this is probably the most I've ever loved myself. The most I've ever accepted my body. The most I've been able to like look in the mirror and not be just gutted by what I saw. Even in pictures, I'm like, yep, that's me. Yeah, it's not where I want to be, but I have enough love for myself that I can look at the picture and not gag, which is something I used to do all the time. And so that's, that's growth. I can be proud of that. Um, and, and you know, whatever that is for you, like whatever is real and authentic for you that you can start feeling good about that that's a measure of, of growth. Like if you're no longer trying to earn the validation, the likes, the, the position in the company, the cars, the money, the new house or whatever, as a means to make yourself more worthy then that's growth. Good. Like it's, it's nothing wrong with having a big house, nothing wrong with having a lot of likes, nothing wrong with wanting to improve your body or, or look a certain way. Whatever's good for you is good for you. So I'm not judging that. But I'm saying is, is that if you're doing those things, those these, what I would consider inauthentic things to win or gain the approval of someone. So you can start to feel like you're worthy enough then your worth will never, ever amount to the amount that you would need to feel content because it would always be contingent upon what someone else thought about you. It would always be running after or creating uh, some type of mask or perception for other people to see, to validate the person within. You know, if for you, inside of you, you know that it makes you feel joy to look a certain way and that's just for you, more power to you because then it's real. And if that means getting plastic surgery, if that means, you know, you know, working out, whatever that thing looks like, I don't want to just stick to the body, the body analogy, but if that's what looks good or feels good to you and it comes from a real place, then you, you should feel good after it's been done. You shouldn't feel like that kind of temporary, okay, that felt good. Okay. Now what's next? I have some friends that I talk to a lot about um, kind of the uh, achievement addiction, progress addiction. So um, I'll be happy when I get to this level and I achieve this. And then you achieve it. You smash it. Yeah, boom, bam. Awesome. And then it's like, what's next? Okay, now the next goal. Let me get to this thing. You achieve it. You crush it. Boom, bam, bam. You do it again and again and again. And it never ends. And you never get to the point that you were working towards in the first place. And you run yourself ragged over and over and over trying to achieve the next goal. You bought a house. Yay, we got a house. Yay. Two years go by. You're tired of this house. You want a bigger house. Your family didn't grow at all, but you want a bigger house because Sally Sue and John got a bigger house. And now you feel the house that you have isn't enough because you wanted that validation of like, we made it, right? Who says you didn't make it? Someone else, that's their making it. 
but now you're comparing yourself to them and you have to go harder and higher and spend more of your valuable minutes of your life earning a material object to feel like you made it. That's fake. That's not real. No house is going to give you the worth that you need. It's a, it's a, it's a, a structure you live inside of to be able to show other people, look what I have. Look, I earned it. I made it. Look how much money I spent on this. That shows my value. No, I'm sorry. Money is fake also. <laughs> Money's not real. It's paper. It's paper. Like, I mean, coins are coins, metal. Sure. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm getting to is that like, even with money, it's, it's a concept, a structure that we said have determined that this is what this is worth. But if, if, you know, the economy collapsed tomorrow, that the worth of that dollar wouldn't be nearly as much. We can see that in currency exchange. We can see that here in, in, in Bali, like the difference in the currency. This is why so many Westerners flock here because their dollar goes so much further. But if our economy were to collapse tomorrow and the value of that dollar didn't mean anything anymore, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to have the same value or worth uh, attached to that piece of paper. And the, the conclusion that I'm drawing is that it's the same with the things that we're trying to amass or do to ourselves. That worth of that fake thing that we, uh, we attach this value to that says that we're worthy on the inside. If we haven't already assessed that we're worthy on the inside, then it doesn't matter what you attain. We'll never give you that feeling that you're, you're chasing after. The the car, the house, the beauty, the man, the woman, the money. If you don't have some type of internal measure of what your worth is, how, how beautiful you are on the inside, what you have to offer the world, what your voice is, what your, your brain is, like the way that you see things. If you've never allowed yourself to fully fall in love with that person, the fear of the rejection will be the, the, the number one that will cause you to run after thing after thing after thing, never, ever, ever feeling satiated. You'll never feel full. You'll continue to run after that thing. You could have the most perfect body in the world and still hate yourself. You could, you could have the, the best home, the best career, the most fame, the most money, the most friends and feel completely lonely, feel completely empty, feel poor, feel ugly. If you haven't come to terms with yourself, then nothing's going to give you that. And I, I, you guys, I'm speaking to myself too. Like all of the things that I've been trying to amass, I basically come here very humbly and said, I got to let this go. I got to let go of thinking that you know, um, this, this particular body is going to earn me love or this particular amount of money is going to earn me comfort or this particular type of lifestyle is going to earn me validation. It's, it's all fake. It's all fake. We live in this matrix. Let's leave the matrix, Karen. <laughs> Let's get out. Like in a perception sense, like, this type of consumerism is ruining our planet, the place that we live. This type of, you know, what we're doing to our, our vehicle, our body, 
is is ruining our health like we are running after a lie constantly to to give us the worth that we can give ourselves the kingdom of god is within quote the bible here (laughs) the things that we we need or want or desire are within ourselves the beauty that we look for in the world if we don't buy the lie oh man how beautiful things could be how happy we could be like i just for for myself i'm finding that like i'm just getting so tired of the fake i'm getting so tired of people telling me the i mean not specifically they're not saying it directly to me but this this lie saying that if and when i get this then i will be enough then i will be happy then i will be valuable then i will be loved fuck that that is what will keep us in the i'm not enough i'm not worthy forever and maybe it's part of your wound and that's what we're doing is we're healing the collective and that's beautiful good job thank you i I appreciate you doing that work but i'm particularly me i'm tired of running like i already don't like to run anyway (laughs) but I'm tired of chasing I'm tired of looking I'm tired of like okay what's next and what do we do and how do we make this more and how do we do this and if I do this workout and then if I do this and if I get this guy and swipe 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 I'm tired of that shit I just want to be free I want to be free don't you want to be free like don't do like do you want to continue to be in this rat race and get this apartment and get this couch and get this car like we're running after stuff you know like okay I'm gonna work this amount of hours of my actual life to get this amount of money so I can buy this butt so then what so people can look at me and go oh I wish I had her body now I feel full no that's not what happens you then continue to have to flaunt off that thing that you bought because you invested money in it, you invested your life for it, right? Because everything that we do, the time that we give to something is is a, a measurement of our life that we're willing to give away to, to gain something that we don't own. We don't own this body. We don't own our stuff. Like we, you can't take it with you. And the death of celebrities has been, it's been hitting us here lately. And it's like, it's, a, it's proof. Like you can't take it with you. You can be the greatest whatever in the field that you do and you are still human and you can still die like I've been dealing with a lot of fear this week because I've been scared every time I get on the back of a scooter I've been having to to face my mortality every single time I get on the back of a scooter and that that has to do with uh, I have a past life that I died in for sure on the back of a motorcycle and actually had a dream about it last week it woke me up like like jumped out of bed like almost screaming like of feeling that smash right in the back of a van and so (laughs) that's a very very real fear but like if you're coming into that fear you know fear is just false evidence appearing real and we're afraid that we won't be loved that we won't be validated that we won't have enough the scarcity mindset is the the virus in the water that's poisoning us we can't take it with us all the things that we think that we we want to earn or have is as a result of the fear that we are not worthy 
that you're not enough without those things. And if you can't take it with you, then you are using precious moments of your own life to earn something that you can't actually have. Like we are made up of stardust and these bodies, the moment that we're born, we're dying. And sorry, not to sound negative, like not to be like <laughs> really fatalist here, but then it, it to me, it focuses more on an importance of us being very aware of what's real then. We don't have time to keep t- continuing to think about what's fake, to invest ourselves in what's fake, to invest our time, like the, the precious moments that we have into buying things we can't take with us, even with your body, with the relationships, with the job, with the, with the, with the whatever, like you fill in the bank blank. What is it for you? Like, what are you spending precious moments of your life feeling like you're not enough about and working towards in order to feel worthy? What is it for you? Message me on Instagram at the lovely Aaliyah, A-L-E-A, and tell me what it is. Like, what are you running towards? And for myself, like, I know what those things are and then we can go through the list, but you know, who cares? Um, For myself... I'm recognizing that like, okay, for this finite amount of time here, one, I want to be able to make a difference. Two, I want to be able to make a space for things that we call weird that are actually real. I want to make space for that to be normal. Like, um, and then three, you know, being able to just be my authentic self. I came into this body. I came into this experience. I came to be this person. Why would I want to spend any more of my life not being exactly who I am? Like, if you guys reject me, I'm sorry, I don't care. Like, it took a long time to get to that place, and I love you guys, but <laughs> I don't care if you reject me, because I've had to get over that fear of recognizing that ultimately, I don't, like, I don't answer to you, I don't answer to anyone, I have only myself to answer to, and I want to give you that courage as well, that, like, you're the only person that you answer to. And the lies of the the advertisements that we see that are telling us that we're not enough, that are telling us that these fake things that we need to buy or be or have in order to earn worthiness, to earn people's approval, to earn fame, to earn love, it's all bullshit. Let's take off the mask because... It's not real for us to do, spend one more day not being exactly who we are and running after things that we can't take with us anyway. Like, it's fine if you really want this particular new car because it makes you, you like it, you enjoy it. Do that. Like, I'm not saying don't do those things. I'm just saying that if you recognize that the motivation behind you wanting to do those things is to earn something like love, value, worth, then you will never stop chasing because it can never give you that feeling of wholeness that you seek. That is an inside job. Thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.